Hi, welcome to the issue of the podcast. My name is Richard Smith. You can find out more about me over at therichardsmith.com or you can just listen. If you're listening to this in 2021 and you're looking to get your business past the COVID fug and start to drive inquiries, sales, online marketing, automation and building a business that works for you, which also takes into account your personal finances, your business finances, making sure that your assets are working hard for you without the fluff and the BS that you normally get, pop over to therichardsmith.com forward slash fresh start 2021. Have a read through that. Get in touch when you're ready. Hi, yeah, welcome back. Today I want to be talking to you about websites. Oh my, oh my, how much pain and consternation do these things cause? Without a doubt, wherever we are in this world now, 2021, a business without a website isn't really a business, although I can absolutely assure you there are a good number of firms out there that still don't believe in it and don't need it, which is fine for them. However, for the rest of us, we need a place online where we can send customers to or customers can find out about us. I'm not saying you should get completely bogged down in websites, but I certainly think you should use your website as a valuable tool for convincing people to do business with you. You should be using your website to get um, content out there. You should be uh, using your website to put how-to guides out there. You should be using your website to promote and sell your products. Don't get bogged down with search engine optimization because I'll be honest with you, that's the emperor's new clothes. It certainly is for the time being because... The search algorithm is constantly changing the, the, the idea of you being able to get to the front page spot uh, or even the second page spot is not for this particular podcast. But what I want you to do is to focus on the fact that you do need a website. It needs to be specific to your business. It also needs to be something that is searched for online. Now, let me put some more fat on that very quickly. If you are a carpet cleaner in Crawley, for example, that's what you want your website to be called, carpetcleanercrawley.co.uk. You may trade under the name of Acme Carpet Cleaning, but people won't be searching for that. So getting your domain right and getting your content right and talking about how skilled you are at cleaning carpets and showing some videos of you cleaning carpets and also letting everybody know how good you are at cleaning carpets on your website is going to be far more important than advertising your name of Acme Carpets because I can absolutely assure you no one is interested in Acme Carpets. As far as the rest of your website is concerned, there's plenty of free tools available online. We do an e-commerce option for uh, a couple of hundred pounds, which is you know comes all fully fully done, ready, ready and up and running and working for you. Um, but I'll be honest with you, uh, web design is now commoditized. So you know if you're looking for a pretty ordinary website, then most of the time you're going to be buying on price or you're going to be buying on uh, the fixed price, the fixed options really. But what I don't want you want you to do is to get bogged down with it. A website is a website is a website, kind of. Um, but you do need something that's going to work for you. You do need something that's going to be up that can be updated by you, and you are also going to need something that you can um, get indexed 
properly through the search engines, which means some little nuanced things like choosing a host and maybe registering a domain, which we spoke about a couple of seconds ago. And for these reasons, I would suggest that you do get some guidance or some help on that rather than trying to do it yourself. And again, as Rumsfeld said, there are don't knows and don't knows and the things we don't know, we don't know or something like that. Anyway, that's all I've got to say for today on websites. Don't forget, if you need a heads up on any of this or you need a hand, you can pop over to therichardsmith.com. That's www.therichardsmith.com forward slash contact. There's even the contact form on the landing page. Or give me a call. The telephone number is on the website. We can make an appointment. We can have a conversation about what it is you need. I'll let you know how I can help you. I can move it all forward from there. Don't forget, www.therichardsmith.com. In today's quick podcast, I want to talk about this issue of sales and making sales because all of the small businesses that I've ever worked with, indeed some of the large businesses that I've worked with and for, all end up with this same crisis. If you're not making sales, that's a problem, that's a crisis because everything hinges on you being able to sell service or do the thing that you do before we have sales we have marketing marketing is the bit that raises your profile that tells your audience that there is a product or service that's available that leads to the sales process so today i'm just going to be talking about the sales process now whatever happens what you need to be mindful of is this your sales process is a system. If it's not a system, then you need to make it such. Because quite simply, you will not go and see one customer today and make a sale and then repeat that on to the next one and then the next one. So you make a 100 sales calls and you sell a 100 widgets. It is not like that. It does not work like that. It never has. It never will. And for those of you that are shy and retiring types like me, you need to understand that it's the system that finds the sale. It isn't the other way round. And it isn't the, the, the role or the expectation for you to go out and make sales, whatever that means. You need to systemize it. You need to have a system for it. You need to have an approach you need to make sure that um, when you're sitting face-to-face with a, with a potential customer, someone that's already put their hand up to say, yes, I'm interested, you need to be able to create trust, create empathy. You need to be their friend. You need to show them you can add some value. You need to show them you can help them. You need to show them and demonstrate that your product solves their problem, your service solves their problem. Now, provided you do that, you're probably going to close between 50 and 70% of those sales interviews. If you go in there all heavy-handed and douchebaggy and try and you know uh, use leverage, it is going to fail. More importantly, and this is the biggie, which is why I've left it at the end, you need to make sure, whatever you do, your opening question to that customer confirms that they are the decision-maker. 
And if they're not the decision maker, they're not able to make a decision to buy either today or tomorrow, you need to ask the next question to say, great, that's fantastic. Who does deal with that? Who would I need to speak to? Perhaps you can help me. Who would I need to speak to about getting a decision made on that? If you do that first, you're going to be talking to the right person about the right service and provided there is a fit, the system will find the sell. Thank you very much for listening. Don't forget, if you need a heads up on any of this or you need a hand, you can pop over to therichardsmith.com. That's www.therichardsmith.com forward slash contact. There's even the contact form on the landing page. Or give me a call. The telephone number's on the website. We can make an appointment. We can have a conversation about what it is you need. I'll let you know how I can help you. We'll move it all forward from there. Don't forget, www.therichardsmith.com.